What's good, good people? Vets, let's talk. We got a special guest in front of the formation today. Sergeant First Class Bruce Smith. Hey, man, before we get started, I'd like you guys to click that like, share, and subscribe. Leave the comments in the, in the section below. Give me the likes on the YouTube to get that other rhythm up, man. Hey, how you doing, my brother? Doing great. Can't complain. How about yourself? Man, I'm all right, man. You you look like you in your 20s over there, man. I need some of that fountain of youth from you. You can give it to me. I've always had the baby face, but the hair makes me look a little bit older. Yeah, yeah. You you kind of right about that, bro. <laughs> but you still look young, though, bro. That, that's a good look. Keep it going. Keep it going. Appreciate how's yeah. it. How's the family doing? Oh, they're doing great, man. They're enjoying life now. Happy that they don't have to move anymore. So you know how that is always transitioning out. So, so, so how is it like, how, how do you feel about your retirement right now? I'm loving it. Enjoying every minute. Uh, yeah, man, with the changes happening, man, I think I got out at the right time. Okay. When did you get out? I got out, uh, November 30th, 2021. Oh, so you, you fresh in it, huh? Yep. <laughs> so, okay, let's get, let's get to these questions. Hey, do, right. you, do you remember where you were during 9-11? Yes, uh, I was still living with my parents. I just graduated high school that June, uh, and I've been talking to the uh, the Army recruiter and the Air Force recruiter. My dad was in the Army for 20 years, so I already knew I was going to do the military. Uh, I just didn't know which branch. Uh, so I was working with both recruiters, and then I started leading toward the Army recruiter. I still remember his name, Master Sergeant Love Jones. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, um, woke up that morning. Uh, I was already in the debt program, and then uh, my dad showed me the news. He was like, yeah, we're getting attacked. At first, it was kind of like shocking. You know, most people think America superpower. Can't nobody affect us. Can't nobody hurt us. Yes. And then me as a young teenager, I think, hey, man, I'm unstoppable. Can't nothing hurt us. Um, so it was a awakening call. Uh, you know, my dad asked me, do you still want to join or leave? I was like, well, nothing's changed. You know, nobody joins the military thinking they never have to deploy or something like that. So uh, it was shocking and a wake-up call for most, I believe. Right. You'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that I've heard, like, man, I got to deploy. I, you, in, you in the military, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, man, thank you for your service, man. Thank you for doing your, your 20. Hey, and thank you for, for joining during that time because a lot of people, they probably backed out and said, no, nah, I ain't. I'm not doing that. So that's yep. real, real big of you, bro. So what do you remember about your days of service? Oh, man. Actually, uh, more good times than bad. I mean, the camaraderie you build, the great thing is, is uh, the Army, wherever you go, whatever duty station, it's always the same. You know what to expect. Um, so even when you PCS and move to a new location, it's like you're already at home. So it was very easy for me, a little more difficult for the family. But um, the group of people you get to meet, the different types of characters and backgrounds and stories, it was phenomenal. And I don't think... Uh, I'll be where I am today without that experience. That's awesome, bro. What were some of the fears transitioning out of the military, if any? Um, I'm going to say I, I didn't have any fears. Uh, me and my wife, we've been discussing it. Um, I knew I was going to do 20 and get out. As soon as I joined, I said I'm doing 20 years. That's the minimal. Um, at around 12 years, uh, me and my wife started talking about, all right, you know, we're coming up. So how do we start preparing? Um, and most of the regulations you read, it says start about five years. And I don't think a lot of people, you know, take that serious. It, it, it's a process to get out. Um, 
There's nothing you to say overnight, wake up, say I'm getting out the army and be successful. Um, so I think that the planning years out in advance kind of made us uh, successful and made that an easy transition. That's pretty cool because a lot of people, they they start planning for that transition the day they find out that they're getting out. Oh, I'm about to ETS. Oh, I'm about to retire. And they think things are yeah. just so smooth. And that is not the case. Never oh. the case. Never the case. So once out, how how hard was it for you to adjust to civilian life? Um, so it's kind of a catch twenty two. Um, so right when I started my retirement, um, you know, you start two years out. So at eighteen years was the same time COVID started coming around. Um, so I was in Miami recruiting battalion, and so uh, that March, everybody had to stay home order, stay home, no more going to work. Um, so you know, then it was kind of different life again because now I'm, I'm almost like a stay home dad because I'm home the whole time with the kids. The wife was like, I don't know what to do with you. You're here all the time. I'm not used to it. Um, but that kind of actually helped transition of being home, uh, being around more often, understanding that I'm not the boss. She really is the boss. Right. Um, so it, 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 was, it was a good experience, and that kind of helped in that aspect. Um, then transitioning, because we were prepared, uh, like I said, uh, I was an MP, but then I got selected to become a recruiter. Uh, and that right there is ultimately the civilian life <laughs> of the Army. Yeah. So I've been already living in a civilian community, already had networks and doctors, um, knew the whole uh, community. Um, so that made the transition really easy. And it was pretty simple. That's pretty cool. Do you think the military gave you the tools to be motivated, even if it didn't seem like there was going to be a favorable outcome? Yes, uh, I believe the military does give you the tools. It's just you have to know where to find them. Uh, a lot of people think uh, the Army is just going to give it to you, uh, but it takes a lot of research, a lot of reading, uh, a lot of asking questions. Um, don't go to one person. Uh, I talked to, I don't know, four retired Sergeant Majors, a couple of colonels, a couple of Mass Sergeants that just recently retired, uh, because each person had a different avenue or approach on how to do something, especially when it comes to the VA. Um, so I got a lot of information from past experience, along with the people who recently retired. That way I made sure all my information was correct and I knew how to prepare for everything. Information is always key. Let me ask you something. It's not even on my question. Did you take advantage of the ACAP process? I took advantage of the ACAP process to the fullest. I think I abused it. <laughs> That's a good a lot thing. Of, yeah. A lot of people, you know, once again, it's about that reading. Um, so you can take the TAPS class and ACAP, you can take all those classes more than once. Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, I can only take it one time. No, you can take it, the ACAP is open as many times as you want. Uh, the unit only has to let you go twice. Um, so what I did was I took one in the state of Florida and I took one in the state of Ohio based on where I was planning on retiring. That way I have the most up-to-date information on both locations. And then if there was something I didn't understand, I found out the day they were having the classes to so that one specific class, not attend the training again, just so I can make sure I had all the questions answered. I didn't know you can do the ACAP more than more than one time. Yep. And that's, you know, I think I said it before. That is a process I didn't, I didn't take advantage of. I already knew the lane I was going down as far as like schooling and work. But that, that ACAP process, I think, I think that's one thing I wish I would have took advantage of. Because you like a lot of people don't know how to transition their resume into 
looking like you civilian. You can't come out shooting out the F word to everybody that you see at, at work. Nah. <laughs> yep. It's different. It's a lot different. A lot of people don't, they don't know that. They just think they're going to come out. Even though you might be qualified for a lot of things that come across you, like you might be the best qualified, but it's just the articulation of language because it's totally different from military to civilian. Like military is more direct. Civilian is just like you have to explain everything. Exactly. So what, what advice would you give someone transitioning out of the military? Uh, plan and do your research. Um, once again, nobody thinks about getting out the day before. You, you kind of know when you join the Army, if it's for you or not. Um, as soon as you have that feeling that, A, it's about time to tap out, uh, I think I'm going to, you know, finish either this contract or retire, um, start doing your research, understand all the options and things that are available to you, such as the ACAPs. Um, a lot of people don't know you can go TDY and the Army pays for you to go to ACAP. Um, so start doing your research years out, start preparing and planning. Um, there's so many programs now. The Army now, your last six months allows you to go to job interviews. You can go do uh, internships while you're still getting an active duty paycheck to help you transition so that as soon as your active duty date is done, you can start working and you don't have that lapse. Um, I took advantage of that. I had a job while I was on TDY. I mean, uh, retirement leave, I already started working. So I got three months almost double dipping uh, wow. because I didn't transition. I didn't want to wait. I'm hungry. Um, and I started moving to this lifestyle and I didn't want it to change for me or my family. That's good. Always, always prepared, huh? Always prepared. Stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. That's what they say. <laughs> a lot of people think it's easy, huh? but it's not. It's really not, man. Hey, I appreciate you for your time. I appreciate you for like you sharing. It's the, that's the bit of information with the people because it, this is an ongoing problem with soldiers transitioning out of, out of the military not so many people are successful it's like i said you may have the tools but the mental part of what's going on is not with them at the moment because of that structure that they had a lot of people are used to getting up 6 30 pt go to work get off work that routine it's different yep. when you get out you just <laughs> the accountability is different <laughs> It is. We are creatures of habit. Um, but uh, I, like I said, I think a transition to a recruiter where it almost put me in a civilian life, um, that kind of helped out a lot as well um, and broke it down for me and my wife for what to do next. Also, oh, that was probably the biggest plus for you then, huh? Because you- It like was the biggest plus and the downfall. So uh, I was at Fort Gordon um, and I made the Sergeant First Class list and I was under 10 years. So they were like, oh, you're high speed. You're going to get it under 10. Uh, yeah, you're going to be first Sergeant Sergeant Major. The following month, I got an email saying, welcome to Recruiting Command. You know? <laughs> so I was like, oh, man, I went from happy to sad. Uh, you know, I'm calling all the Sergeant Majors, a couple of former colonels. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll get you out. You surrect me, man. They're like vampires. They put their fangs in you. You ain't getting out. You ain't getting away. Um, but then it turned out to be a blessing in disguise. I mean, the networks and all that. Um and then it also helped transitioning, you know, stop using all that language that we use in the military, and start speaking civilian language, stop using so much jargon and stuff. So it, it definitely helped. So how long were you in recruiting before you got out? Uh, seven years. Oh, wow. That's, that's, 
That's hood terms <laughs> right there. That's for the <laughs> yeah. I did three and I was like, okay, I'll stay. I might as well stay here now. I like it. Uh, and then they turned me into a training manager. Hmm. That's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Like I say, man, thank you. Like I know, I know you got things to do. You got to get back to your lunch and 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 do your thing, man. Hey, thank hey, thank your family, bro. They served as well as you did. Like, and once again, like this is a this is it means a lot to me for you to give me a little bit of your time. This actually gives me a little bit of a purpose, like more of a purpose. But I like talking to people about how they deal with things in the transition into life. Man, I'm looking for some officers to jump on here. Like, you know, I got a couple of people that want to talk about the PTSD experience, but I want to talk about the healing because everybody wants to talk about the trauma for some reason. But that that one thing people clings to a little bit too much. Well, how you how are you healing? That's I want to talk to people about how they heal it. You know, how you dealing with that? What have you done to deal with it? Like, you know, what are you treating? Go ahead. Uh I can tell you what I did. I mean, you know, we all army, we big drinkers and uh, that turned out to be worse than better. So it, it caused more problems. Um, but then I also found out what triggered it. You know, I can't do fireworks. Fireworks around me just don't work. Um, so I always make sure I'm aware of what's going on in my surroundings. And then I found something I'm not passionate about. Believe it or not, man, I'm the farm life. I'm on horses, bailing hay, but it's, it's peaceful. It's relaxing. It's soothing. Um, and that's what you got to find out. So a lot of people, you know, they complain about the problem, but they don't want to look for a solution. They're looking for somebody else to give them that answer. That's it. Find something that you enjoy that can get your mind off of things. You know, when I'm out there working with horses or doing, hey, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just having a good time. That's good stuff. Uh, so that's what people got to do. That's good stuff. My medication is the gym room. <laughs> that works. That works. Always. Let it out. Let it out. But I want to hear from somebody about the healing process, what they're doing. Hey, man, Vest, let's talk. Who's up next for formation? 